electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber. He is Jim Cramer and we are live from the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures. They've changed a bit since we got that uh, CPI number. They're up even more. We were looking up. Now we're looking up even more. Let's get to our roadmap. It does start with that slight easing in inflation. And as you saw, as a result, futures are surging. Plus, we're going to talk a bit about Elon Musk. Why wouldn't we? He sells nearly $7 billion worth of his shares in Tesla. And what does that really mean for the prospects of him having to buy Twitter and 2021 IPO darlings, Roblox and Sweetgreen? Guess what they're doing this morning? What if you were a 2021 IPO? What would you typically be doing? Yeah, you're not going up. You look kind of like all birds. Oh, man. All over that, too, if you want to. That was so ugly. All right. uh, But something that's not is uh, that cooler than expected inflation data, the consumer price index for July, up 8.5% from a year ago. That's still a lot, right? But it did compare with a 9.1% jump in June because energy costs certainly uh, were easing. So if you strip out food and energy, core CPI up 5.9% year over year. And again, Jim, not up month to month. No, look, I've been saying that we had peak numbers in July. Now, there are people I don't, I didn't mean to be too angry about Larry Summers, but there are people in the Summers camp, which is basically this, you know, Powell lost control. Uh, We have a lot of people who say Powell lost control. Powell did two gigantic rate hikes. They were gigantic. I don't know why people don't understand that three quarters is gigantic. And it had tremendous impact. And that's the beginning of the impact. Most of the things that are rolling over are just going to get even worse. Now, you could say better from the point of view of inflation. But, you know, if you own a house, your house is worth less. Okay? There's just no doubt about it. There's just a glut of homes. There's a glut of re- everything at the retail level. There's a glut of things at the supermarket level. There's a glut of things well, at the car uh, level. Well, food though, food did not no, actually. No, but if you take uh, a look, if you take a look at what the, the areas that are off, and you take a look at what Treehouse is doing, you'll Talked see Treehouse. Talked about Treehouse yesterday. They're attacking at, uh, every single the one the of the items that are up with private label. So, I mean, I've been saying that this was peak inflation. I don't think I've been ridiculed more than since I when I said they know nothing in 2007. The ridicule has been endless, so I just decided like, to end it, all right? Go buy Best, go buy Bed Bath, go buy AMC, stop bothering me, go buy GameStop, I don't care. This number is the beginning of cooler numbers, not the end. And I think you're also going to find that when you read Google belt tightening, Facebook, everyone's belt tightening. Uh, Microsoft, that means, actually. That means not the latest, hiring. The latest okay? is just sort of saying, hey, let's be careful yeah, with which means the offers are still being honored. The offers are still being honored. It's not like 2007, 2008, but there is a definite rollover in hiring, okay? It's much easier to hire everywhere. Right. And said, so we're less than a week off a huge print on employment. Now, absolutely. But I think that you have to 
distinguish between peak and still going higher. And I think that when you think about what happened with Whirlpool, when Emerson sold them in Syncorator, Whirlpool went down, not up. Why? Because it's even more leverage to the home. Emerson numbers price, price up today, price target. Why? Less leverage to the home. It is the home that is the battleground. And the, because the home is up between 30 and 40 percent over two years. And that's over. Okay. It's over. Uh, so I just want to, you know, to the extent that we can try, and we can't draw conclusions. There's still so many well, cross no, currents. No, no, I'm saying market, this is the you beginning. Are trying to. This is the beginning. I'm not saying that this, this is, is a the blip. Begin, right. I'm saying it's the beginning. But this, in your opinion, leads the Fed to raise. They're going to raise 50. 50, not 75. No, because Jay Powell is going to tell the people who keep thinking that this is one time only, you may be right. So we're going to take it up again and get control of this thing. Now, I don't know why he's not selling trillion bonds. I don't understand that. But I do think that when we look at the numbers, the numbers are very significant. Now, if you go over the chicken and poultry and you go read what Tyson said, I mean, they're being squeezed. When you go over the, I'm looking at the supermarket now because that's a very big part of it. It is, uh, but that was not one that was, right? That was I'm up. I'm saying, no, that's next to go. I see. See, what you have to do is you can't just look at this. You have energy that was down very yeah, big. Yeah, we've looked but at no we've sign seen oil energy, prices, which no were around 90 that, bucks this well, morning. Well, look, we all thought that what was happening was Russia was going to be shut down. It turned out that our so-called allies bought a lot of the oil. A place like India bought a lot of the oil. So yeah, well, there was all, India, all oil did was shift to another place. So oil shouldn't have spiked. That was a phony spike. And now it's come down. I, look, I just think that I can, I can uh, do chapter and verse about the numbers in here that haven't come down, that are about to come down. And mostly because of, of Although, sad By the way, on oil, experience. there are plenty of people who believe we are still setting up for what is going to be very tight supply well, and a much higher price within, let's well, call it, yeah, six they, months. You know, but see, there's this word for them. And the word is wrong. Because there's no reason. There's no reason why. I mean, the rush is pumping. We're pumping. We're back. Hey, our friend Brian Dees, the guy who always speaks in the White House, we're up to 12 million that, a day. Now, that's not that much. But mostly, that's, that's Chevron and Exxon that are pumping. None of the independents are pumping, other than just to add the same level. I mean, they're pumping. You're just but, saying not more. Right, right. But I just think that there was demand destruction. Uh, also, travel wrecked itself. Look at Norwegian cruise today. You got three price targets. So that is well, discretionary yeah, travel. Well, down yesterday, so it's of no help to well, us at all that analysts come out a day after the stock is down sharply. Well, they, we don't really care about them. We, we can put together our own well, what pastiche. What's your point on Norwegian? No, I'm saying the orders are much worse than I thought they'd be. I've, and that, you think, is a result of? Well, I just think that it peaked. The, the you know what, I want to go out. That peaked. I want to stay in. That peaked. And that peaked because a lot of things were inflated. The so people don't know what they're doing. They don't, don't know, know what I'm not doing. going out. I'm not staying in. I'm they not going out. They're, they're going in. to DoorDash, and they're not spending the money at liquor, liquor in the restaurants. They've curtailed that. Uh, I'm not saying this is nirvana. I'm saying it's the beginning. Well, how much have you raised prices at your restaurant? Uh, I have sold my restaurants because my wife started a liquor company, and you can't own both. You've uh, sold your restaurants? You're not allowed to own liquor. In this country, Why wasn't I informed? Because it's called the Tide House Rules. You're not allowed in this country. In 1934. Uh, Wait, you cannot you no own, longer own the no, you cannot own, you cannot own a liquor company. Or Bar San Miguel. I saw Bar San Miguel. You can't own a liquor company and own a restaurant because well, it's against happen? the law. When did this happen? Well, am I supposed to come out and say it? I don't think it's like that because my wife owns Fosforo. I'm supposed to tell you I sold. Why? Yes, the law says you have to. Did you I don't actually, need to side Did you just here. give them away or did somebody actually pay you for them? 
I, I, it was a nominal payment. <laughs> Why? Because when you raise prices like we had to, thank you. People stop. No, it's actually doing quite well. Well, but the I'm problem sure is, is, David. Yes, every price went up. Every single price, just to keep price, just keep up with inflation. Right. And that's the way things are. It's just that I think that there's demand destruction everywhere. And that's okay. just like everyone and thought that you could raise beer at 10 bucks a glass and people to, keep uh, going. Taking us back to the market. Uh, so is this, it's sobering. Move, is this move justified? I think that when there are certain parts of the moves justified, I think you take the banks. The banks have had they get that windfall. They pay you absolutely nothing on your checking account. They can invest their money at the two year without any running afoul of the Fed. Yes. But the problem was we all thought if they kept raising rates, then what would happen is there would be a lot more defaults. Right. But obviously, if the Fed's not going to raise rates, there gives a chance for the system to catch its breath. And the only companies that are experiencing defaults are the ones that do uh, what we'd say is um, subpar standard lending. And then upstart, too, if you want to throw in just a completely gratuitous mean statement. Well, what happened with upstart yesterday? It looked it up was looking way down. And well, then when we started trading yesterday, well, it, was it was actually sh- not. Look, there was a, there's, there's more than tw- anything that more than 20 percent short opened up and then went down. But they're going to run them again because there's a cohort of people who don't know anything about the stock market. Everybody is scared to saying anything except for me. But I should be scared. I just have no self-preservation. You fear no one. You fear no one. But you do let them get in your head sometimes. Oh, please. Just forge, forge forward. Don't I let them get in my head because I need to be able to, to fashion a response, if not a riposte. And I think the people who are just including the Reddit people, by the way, Reddit is spelled wrong. Those people know three stocks. They know AMC, which I like because I like Adam Aaron. I know you they know, like they Adam know, Aaron. Yes. Uh, they know BBBY, which I don't think they can read a balance sheet because if they well, did, we've been having they this would, conversation for. I don't well, they know, take these the things up, and then the GameStop. GameStop. We don't I look. I, am, I had about GameStop. I, I had you know, selling stock a, is still. I don't even know. It doesn't I'm, trade I'm, like a stock. No. It's not a stock. It's, it's a. It's a cult. Although. I had Strauss on the go from take two. The numbers aren't good. We started talking about it. They started, the, it ended, right? They were all down yesterday. Well, that's because I said that if yes. they well, were to offer 10 million be, yeah, shares, then they could, they could get the money they need, and then maybe J.P. Morgan give them all the money they want. All right, let's move no, look, on. I'm, Can we, I want to move on to what? What? What is it? Balance sheets I'm, matter. I'm still floored that you don't own the restaurant and the bar anymore. The government! And I wasn't informed there's a of government. This. There's a rule coming out of the depression. I'm aware of that. You I cannot, just wanted to know. I, I How abide, could you not tell me? Because I abide by... Oh, today I want to tell you, in the midst of Elon Musk... Everybody's got to know uh, at the Elon same Musk time that I Tesla. find out? He sold Tesla and I sold Barcia is Miguel, that, is which mean, is more important. No wonder we didn't have our, our summer soiree there. You betcha. <sighs> All right, let's move on to Elon Musk. Uh, he has sold, well, a lot of Tesla shares. In fact, almost $7 billion worth. That was between Friday and Tuesday. That's according to a regulatory filing. This, of course, amidst his battle to exit what is that $44 billion deal that he has signed, that contract, to buy Twitter. When asked on Twitter if he was finished selling Tesla shares, Musk replied, and this is a great tweet if you're interested in what's going to happen here. Yes, in the... Hopefully, unlikely event that Twitter forces this deal and to close, some equity partners don't come through. It's important to avoid an emergency sale of Tesla stock. Fascinating stuff, of course, from Mr. Musk. By the way, I will say I on Monday pointed out the big move up in Tesla shares and the fact that if, in fact, there were going to be some sort of a settlement, he might want to sell right now. And in fact, he was doing it uh, at that very moment, Jim. Well, but, Um, you know, he did call at the April. Let's get this straight. 
at the shareholders meeting on August 4th, I'm sorry, he said this is a buying opportunity. And he also said that he might want to do buybacks that are on the table. So he gave you a great opportunity to get in. Yeah. What do you think of that? Take a listen. Depending on what our future cash flow looks like, uh, I think a sort of share buyback is, is possible. I wouldn't want to commit to that, but... Uh, well, you know, let's just make sure, uh, you know, that there's not some force majeure event somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, I think we want to make sure we, we have plenty of capital that, and that future cash flow is looking very solid that, and the world is relatively stable. And then I think uh, share buyback is, is on the table. Um, oh, all right, I understand. So he was being very quite bullish on the company's uh, stock to a certain extent. Is good point. Was good. And then he was selling not long after that. Obviously, he still owns, what, 15 plus percent of the company's right. shares. He will get more. In fact, some of the selling, remember, that took place earlier this year or last year was in part to pay taxes as a result of him exercising options. But this was clearly to get himself ready. And as he says, uh, hopefully the unlikely event that he has to by Twitter. Of course, as we pointed out, if in fact this does go to trial, many people who actually have studied the case thus far, and there's a lot we don't know still, expect that he very well may be forced by uh, the well, chance to think the buy sale Twitter. Of stock is a sign that perhaps I, he may you know, think too? I have continued to wonder whether at some point we're going to start to get some back channeling on a settlement. I don't think that's occurring as of yet, um, but I, I can't say with, with 100% certainty it isn't. Uh, but this, to me, does feel like something you would do to prepare for that possibility. Yeah, I went to um, Nate now, Anderson the fact that Hindenburg. the stock keeps, by the way, moving up, Jim, and is now, you know, 4440. Uh, you know, there was a while where you could have gone to settlement talks and said, "Well, the stock's 36. We'll give. I'll give you 45." Uh, now you're looking at, you know, probably something with a five in front of it. Even if I, I if so. Twitter's board were willing to do that, they continue to say they feel extraordinarily uh, strongly about their case. And they are happy to take it to court. One other thought here uh, on this as well, specific to the potential uh, case itself. Um, he also tweeted about the possibility of starting a competitor uh, uh, right. to Twitter. And it was uh, pointed out to me as well that this doesn't help him in terms of his legal team getting documents. Uh, in, uh, because uh, as they uh, obviously uh, continue to try to do that uh, from the company, because the company can legitimately say to the judge, you know, we'll allow discovery on things that have to do specifically with the merger agreement, perhaps. But we're not going to give him documents that might allow him to understand what we're doing if he's going to be starting a competitor. And so he may have, in fact, also, as a result of that tweet, hurt his ability, his legal team's ability to get a hold of certain and, things, and, possibly. And yet, uh, Twitter would tell you they gave him everything because they wanted him to buy it. Yep. They certainly don't want to be in stand away. The Brett Taylor, the piece, the attack on him last week was extraordinary. I think the sale of stock, I like Nate, Nate uh, Anderson Hindenburg, he's been dead right on this, upgraded at 30. Sale of stock indicates that, he, that he's probably getting some legal advice saying, listen, you are going to be hung. I think if you just pay them and, and to not buy it, that's a suboptimal situation. Yeah. And the other thing is his equity partners, remember a lot of them there. It was an interesting part of that tweet as well, this idea that some of them may not show up. Now, yes. by the way, if you were to, if you were to uh, lower the price, my understanding is they have the opportunity to say, see you later. Uh, but right now they're bound. I haven't seen the legal agreements, but they ostensibly are bound to uh, to participate at 5420. But again, right. that was also an interesting yeah, part of that the, tweet. We played the buyback thing, and then yeah. we sold yeah. stock. Yeah, um, we're buybacks on the table. Is that, is that troubling? I don't know. 
I'll, I'll leave that for you to think about. No, no I'm break. just saying, is it troubling? I'm not. I'm still raising loans, eyebrows. It's a loans a lot of stock. All right. Yeah. When we come back, though, we're going to uh, take a look at uh, Disney, of course, uh, which reports um, tonight. After the yes, it does, Mr. Yes, Streaming. Does. And uh, also that uh, that significant downturn in so many media stocks, and then of course the slowdown in advertising and streaming subscription growth. Give you another look at futures. We get started with trading 15 minutes from now. A lot more squawk in the street straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, let's uh, take a look at shares at Disney this morning. They are looking up, of course. Uh, this ahead of what are going to be those second quarter results, as I said, they're going to report them after the bell. You know, streaming and direct-to-consumer, of course, has been the key focus of so many investors here for quite some time, in part due to the fact that uh, Bob Chapek, the CEO, has focused us on continued increase in subs to reach that goal of, what, between 230 million or more subs by um, 230 to 260 million by the end of 2024. Um, they got average a pretty significant addition to get to that number. And of course, this emits what really has been overall carnage amongst many of the stocks of companies that are focused on their direct-to-consumer business. You can see it there. Netflix being the chief one, still losing subs, although talking now about perhaps some. Our parent company, Peacock, not really doing particularly well. Uh, hopefully, I'll be here tomorrow uh, for having said that. Paramount uh, down uh, 16%, actually one of the better performers. And then we get to Warner Brothers Discovery, which I was not here for that earnings report. You uh, asked me a bit about terrible. it yesterday. Um, I mean, taking, coming in by almost $2 billion in terms of the impact that they're seeing from any different things, but what they say is a deep dive and pressure testing what they found yeah, they're taking a deep at dive. what they bought. I'll give them a deep So what dive. had been 14 billion in EBITDA becomes roughly 12 yeah. with a company that has an enormous amount of debt on its balance sheet. 50, still hopes to get down to billion, five times. Still hopes to get down to four times by 2023 in terms of four times uh, EBITDA. That said, Jim, um, we still don't know the answer when it comes to the the overall economics of this business. We know it's not going to look anything like the old cable business where the margins were amazing and which continues to fall off at a fairly CNN, significant pace. Even CNN went back under a billion. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I was talking to you about it yesterday because I was very surprised that now Mr. Zaslav is a well-loved figure, and that's that's very nice. Uh, but anything ATT is is the uh, KOD, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this case, you know, you it, it does raise a question as to did they fully understand exactly what they were buying, and did they pressure test everything enough initially? The answer would seem to be, well, perhaps when you have to talk about significant reduction in external content sales, certain actions taken to limit HBO Max's B2B distribution, providing a headwind of performance, substantial investments in direct to HBO Max films, which we did not find sufficient support, significant incremental and loss-making content investments for Turner. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they, you know, paid too high a price is really what it amounts to. That's what to. I think. I mean, um, it's going to be tremendous remorse there. I think that's when we talked about the CPI. Let's go about that for a second. If the economy weakens considerably, which is what I think will happen when you have double rate hike, you don't want to be in a company that's at Lever. No, no. Now, David, and by the way, 100% of cash flow still is coming from cable subscriptions. Right. That is which what is, funds the direct-to-consumer build-out, the enormous amount of money that it takes to provide the content to continue to get viewers. And by the way, this is across the board for all of them. I'm not talking specifically to Warner Brothers Look, Discovery. Some days we have more eyeballs than everybody together. Oh, yeah. And I come back and say, does this really feel like 2000 to you? Eyeballs? Get me to an ophthalmologist. All right. So Walt Disney, they've got to change the narrative. And Look, it has to be, they must me. pivot tonight. Yes. It must be about theme park. It must be about theme park expansion. Okay. It should not be about Disney Plus. If they make it about Disney Plus, they really have not watched this show. That's an interesting point. Can they successfully pull that yes, off? Yes, they can, because they have a roadmap about how to do it. Okay. That said, you know, they're already well into the September quarter here. I mean, uh, and so are we going to get any update? Are they going to give us any visibility in terms of what they're seeing based on your views of the economy overall I think and their expectations? Filled. I think they're filled. I think that they have actual reservations, uh, and they're hard. Uh, I think that that's a better business than all these different companies you mentioned that are streaming, uh, they need more parks. That's the best source of revenue. Uh, it's also something that's more iconic. Uh, I don't think that they can say great things about Disney Plus or about advertising. Although they backed away from the Big Ten contract. Yeah. Them. But I, I do think it's time for them to outline a scenario which says we are Netflix with theme parks and theme parks will counteract whatever you think we have. Talk about the iconic library at a theme park, at a theme park in the United States, and at it tonight. All right. Well, tomorrow this time, we'll be talking a bit about Disney. Uh, give you another look at futures here, though, as we get ready for an opening bell seven minutes from now. Don't go anywhere. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, time for a mad dash. Also, we got an opening bell a minute or so away. Plug power. Well, I was just offering 10 trillion uh Treasury bonds, because this is the ultimate moment. I, I wish that J-Pal would come back and sell a trillion right now, because the bids are wanted. David Plug Power. Okay, so they reported an absolutely horrible number. That is not unusual. That's what they do. They're in the horrible number business. But 
Uh, Chuck Schumer, good friend of them. They've built in Monroe County a hub for, for hydrogen. Now they are, I would say, the principal individual company that benefits from this bill. They because are. They are the co- because they need high- hydrogen is too expensive. They're hydrogen fuel. There's a nice subsidy. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Incentive kilo. Yes, in three hundred. That makes it prop. That makes it actually competitive. Right. To we diesel. had we had Wes Edens on the show. He's got a hydrogen. That was a great interview. I think this screen of time to Wes. He is really smart. Yeah. And plug power. I've got to tell you, Andy Marsh, the winner. Okay. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, plug power. That's why you can put a miserable, horrible number and still see the stock go up. Real-time exchange is going to have a lot of green on it, and we would expect it in what we saw some futures. By the way, here at the Big Board, real estate and financial services, capital provider, rhythm capital. You can hear that in the background. Over at the NASDAQ, metal recycling operator, Green Wave Technologies. If you're just joining us, of course, we got a CPI number that was not hot for a no. change. Um, 8.5% year over I'm year. I'm to say it's positive most, since the vast majority of our viewers import- actually own stocks and are not short. Most Very importantly, it was, it was flat month to month. Right, but remember the components that have been most hot apparently have peaked. Now, I'll go back again on energy. As much as my charitable trust has energy, uh, it's a great hedge against everything else. These numbers are, are indicative of energy also having peaked in that that we did not expect that Russia would be able to export as much as it has. Mm -hmm. Although it's very interesting to see that Russia momentarily seems to be losing the war. Well, one can hope it's more than momentarily. I think it's okay to take sides on that. I think it is too, yes. An egregious... When another country invades and brings terror of, of and destruction people. and, and we heartbreak won't to another nation. Now, I had yes, Oshkosh I on the sides. other day. Oshkosh yeah. has, I think, the best ground military uh, vehicles. I know you did that uh, yeah. steaming hot interview and, outside in front oh of that God, electric fire like truck. A, yeah, I flop sweat, but it would have really... They have... They're ready with vehicles. Oshkosh. Now, yes. Now, some of the NATO countries are ordering them, but Jake Sullivan, who's running this war, prosecuting war, so to speak, should give Oshkosh a giant order so that the pol- the they can train them how to use them in Poland. Actually, right. you don't even need to use them. I think you could use you could drive them. And it would be rather remarkable for the Russians to come across weapons that are superior to their ground weapons. But that's exactly what would happen. Uh, Jim, let's talk about the market itself right now. And of course, we're seeing a broad-based rally with the Nasdaq up some more fine. than two percent. The S and P up one point six percent. Yeah, you've got Meta up nicely, three point five percent. Uh, just to put it in perspective, still down 48% for the year, so much further than many of the companies that we typically talk about with it, whether it be Alphabet or Amazon or Microsoft or Apple, all of which are down well, far less. Well, they had a stunning decline in the rate of growth. At Meta. Actually, no growth. I know they did. Um, but yeah, it is benefiting. It is benefiting this morning from but this broad-based what, remember rally. Remember what Mark Zuckerberg said on the comps call? It's going to get worse. He was actually more candid than 99% of the execs, but this is what happens when you're that candid. Versus, right. say, Allbirds, which was very positive. Sweet Greens, which was very I saw, positive. I saw a downgrade Real, of Allbirds Real, which today. Was very yeah. positive. <laughs> that was really Rent helpful. the Runway, which was very... Stitch Fix, which was very <laughs> positive. I mean, you read these things and it's like, okay, Orwell, could you be calling Orwell, calling Orwell? I mean, you need Orwell. 
<laughs> These things are all down and out in I Paris know, and London, Manhattan. Ministry of Truth. Right? Yeah. Let's get that Ministry of Truth. Let's get that going. Especially in Pravda. Every one of them came out and said good things. Yes, but JP did. Morgan didn't. No, JP Morgan did not. Um, but again, uh, even NVIDIA, a name that had gotten a bit punished <laughs> this week, NVIDIA. is up 2%. Uh, we talked yesterday, and we have this week focused, as we should have, on the chips in part because we got NVIDIA Monday, and then yesterday we had Micron. We yeah. tried getting Sandre Monroe to tell a, a, a story that was a little bit more in keeping with what the numbers look like. I'm not sure we succeeded in that, but even that stock is up. You know, it was the CFO who really lowered the boom because we was. couldn't get it out of San Diego. No, we, we couldn't. Them. The CFO lowered the boom on the cloud. Um, it was a, quite a comeuppance to a tremendous Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo, who worked very hard to get exactly what Micron tore down. Micron basically said, listen, we don't need any of that equipment. And, we, and we're a rich well, company. They, they did announce the $40 billion Right, but it was poorly timed, but they did what they had to do. They right. had to speak because they, right. they, they could not tell people that things were good at a conference. It's just that I wish that Sanjay had said what was said in a... In a, in a conference, which is that the cloud is weaker, because that's what caused the market to roll over. We were unable to get that. That's our fault. As reporters, we could not get that out of uh, I agree. We always go back. Listen, I've never done an Blame interview. Ourselves. Never done an interview that I was happy with, frankly. How about the bank uh, stocks, David? They're the winners. Are they? Yes. J.P. Morgan bottomed a long time ago. Remember, JP, what do they pay me? What do they pay me on my checking account, JP? Point uh, zero 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 one. And what are they investing in? I'm like, this is very similar a, to, to 1992 when Greenspan decided to liquefy the bank. It is the, true. The banking system. All right, well, the banks are up across the board. You can see that right What's there. What's going on at Bristol Mars? Roughly two percent. Is that a rhetorical question? No, its stock's been up every day despite the Medicare uh, news. Bristol Myers is up twenty percent for the year, by the way, as well. For what? I don't know. This is a name that you talk about nothing, a lot. Nothing that's big in the pipeline. No, you can't can just, figure like, out why Bristol Myers is up. So are you, what, are, you, are you pointing to possibility I'm, I'm of something that, unexpected? I'm saying that they have a drug that would be targeted as one of the most important drugs for Medicare to pay for. Right. In other words, to therefore negotiate down. Tell people what and, drug that is. Yeah, this is, oh, they, they have an eloquence. A good drug. Right. And uh, it seems like that... Maybe that bill is not as dangerous to drug companies. First of all, it doesn't start till 26. Well, so but we're still a like, ways away. Um, I, I, Jim, look, you know, I, I, I think Bristol Myers is a The name that I know you focused on to a certain extent in that area has been Lilly, in part because there is a thought that that, that drug that is for, is it for diabetes is, is going to be incredibly successful in it, terms of reducing people weight. Yeah, that's a, it's an amazing drug for losing weight. It's going to be used, I believe, to counter any drug that you may take that adds weight, of which there's a substantial number of drugs where it just said the, the whole reason why people don't take them, including, by the way, schizophrenia drugs. Right, a lot of antidepressants, They won't take right? them yep. because they put on weight roughly about a half pound a month, and you will take this to counter that. Now, they are not at all hyping their Alzheimer's drug. But I will. Nobody should hype an Alzheimer's okay, drug. I will. At this point, but nobody should. I do a lot of work with, given, the, brain, unfortunately, with, with the Brain Foundation and Migrant Foundation. All I can say is that they're the best hope. I mean, I'm not saying they have Think about what Biogen went through there. That drug is Biogen no longer. Did, I Biogen mean, did shoddy research, and the, and the government did a shoddy job. They did. Because they felt they were so desperate, they gave people false hope. I will say that the work that Lily's doing is superior to others. Okay. But to cure Alzheimer's is just out of the question. What you want to do but is you take a drug you want 20 to arrest, years before. You want to arrest the progression of the yes. disease. Yes. 
but they or slow I, it. I, do, I, I want it. My hat is off to them. They will not talk about this drug to save their lives. Lily won't. Because they right. will not give anyone false hope. And that uh, um, uh, Ashkenazi, who's the CFO, is extraordinary. Met her at the CFO Council. Yeah. I think she's remarkable. I repeatedly tried to get her to say something about Alzheimer's, and in the end, I got the highest. And you know what? I, I appreciate that. This is not like Sanjay Moroda, where it's cloud. I mean, she can't talk about it. Reminding me but of that the, again. the weight loss drug, I will take the weight loss drug. So yeah. I'm on a drug called, I'm on a drug. You don't that, need to take the weight no, loss. No, I, I'm on one of these drugs that is, that just gives you, puts weight on. It's All right, I want to talk, uh, uh, I, on Monday we talked about SoftBank because we got numbers and some really extraordinary mea culpas from Masasun in terms of some of his investing. But uh, it is worth noting, they've actually reduced their ownership of Alibaba. It was the greatest single investment Moss has ever made, basically almost an infinite return given where he originally invested in the company. They'd owned as much as, what, a quarter of Alibaba. They own a lot less now. Uh, they settled on what uh, were prepaid forward contracts uh, that corresponded to about 242 million ADRs of Alibaba. And in doing so, they have reduced their ownership stake in the company from 23.7% at the end of June uh, to 14.6%. And so, you gotta remember that now. SoftBank has sold a lot of that Alibaba. But they couldn't sell ARM. No, they could not sell ARM. They couldn't get the deal done with ARM to NVIDIA. ARM may at some point become a public company again. In retrospect, NVIDIA needed it badly because of their dependence on gaming, yeah. where they were off $2 billion for it. And I'm very um, pro-NVIDIA, but, but that was you know, a terrible it, That was an ex- some extraordinary comments from Massa in terms of still being in defensive mode, but also certainly worthwhile noting that by far his most successful investment of all time, they are starting to monetize. Well, um, speaking of the most successful investments of all time, have you noticed a, a little company called Apple, which has been just screaming higher since they reported that excellent quarter? And by the way, they hedged the dollar and did quite well. Yes. So not only are they the best run in terms of I think their device, but their CFO is the best CFO in history. Yeah, um, I mean well, that stock is far outperforming the S and P right now. For quite some time, it had sort of been moving in line with it. Uh, uh, if you're keeping score at home, Apple only down about five and a half percent for the year. That's extraordinary. Uh, year to date, by the way, you're seeing the one year there. But and they have good China numbers. Remember, in that holiday, the mysterious yep. uh, shopping holiday. Yep. But I mean, they have like what? They have like multiple Amazon Prime days there. Is that like? Is that a secular communist nation or what? Where I'm sorry, they have, the People's Republic of China is these like all these great shopping days. Yeah, well, like why these not? are days you want to move to China for a day, get a nice discount, come back. And they have fate. You know, remember they can put another face you, on your face. You can't really move to China. You can't even go to China. Well, uh, they yeah. stopped the exercises. Yeah. They did in Taiwan, but you, you, you can't really go there. In fact, so many people well, app, who've done China business there have had China. such a difficult time getting, you know, got to go and then you got to stay, you got to come back. All right, team. well, there's it's, issues. Um, Dave, uh, do you know the Coinbase Jim, is up? There's one that's a short you. squeeze. Let's hit Coinbase, and then I want to talk SPACs a bit. Um, I don't know, yesterday, after the, yesterday it looked like it was going to be down sharply on the numbers. Not good. Everyone knew. They lost money. Everyone knew. Look, I've been no fan of Coinbase. Well, okay, let them be people think I liked at the beginning. I was saying, don't pay up above, but that's all right, because the truth has no relation to what I'm written about in Twitter. But I would say that, look, Coinbase, look, it's a new day. 
It is a new day. It's a new and day. By the way, it is a it's day in which up. we got a, 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 a non-hot CPI number, and the S&P is up one and a half percent. That's when you buy Ethereum, right? Oh, I think that's what it the says in the says Ethereum, Ethereum playbook. Yes, there buy Ethereum. Buy anything. How about Dogecoin? It's, Do you buy that? No, but no? please, it's down 99% or something from when he was on Saturday Night Live. But I'll, I'll tell you, you know who's the real beneficiary of this craziness? Who? NVIDIA, because they were hurt by Ethereum guards. You know, can I just say that there's things that are happening that have no relevance to fundamentals? Yes. That happens a lot, though. It does. does it does. Um, all right, speaking of fundamentals, though, I did want to come back to a couple of uh, of what were high-profile names in the old SPAC world. I know we come back to it occasionally. Blue Nile. It was an area of great speculation. It made some people a lot of money while they, get, right. while, while they okay, could. let's take a look at Although this. Although many of them got stuck, including big names, Bill Foley, Barry Sternlicht, and I'll start there with uh, C-A-N-O, Cano. Um, this company, take a look at the stock. Um, the second quarter results were soft. Their medical loss ratio worse than expected. It does appear that... Um, they were impacted by the addition of considerable new uh, uh, Medicare Advantage, Medicaid members who in turn have substantially higher acuity than previously expected. And so EBITDA lower than anticipated. Uh, the outlook also lower than anticipated. That's just been horrible. And that was it's one horrible. of the bigger names, higher profile, you know, obviously. Now this was what they thought they could sneak Sternlicht. into medical advantage. Now, at that point, Mr. Broussard spent wrong on medical advantage. Humana's the number one company in that. They have since reoriented, put a billion dollars more toward medical advantage. And that's game, set, match against anyone who's about, uh, who opposes medical advantage. Uh, and then there was Bill Foley, who uh, I think, oh, you know, God. fully owns it. But, man, that pay safe has been nothing short of just endless heartbreak. But how about PSFE, the uh, revenues and EBITDA guide reduced. Um, they're not growing at all. And there it is, below two. Below Are we allowed to mention two. stocks below two? And that's how you get to that post-SPAC deal index being at 44 cents in the dollar uh, because these things are just horrible. Now, by the way, 78% of IPOs in 2022 have been SPACs. 72 SPAC IPOs this year uh, versus 91, 92 IPOs in total. There are only 570 SPACs looking to make a deal still. That's all because it's gone so Danny well Meyer for the other ones. Uh, Executive chairman. By of the, the way, 100. He's out there trying to make one. Who is? Danny Meyer. Remember oh, yeah, Danny Meyer. Through? He's trying. Yeah, 175 SPACs waiting to IPO. And by the way, the liquidations have started in earnest. There have been 101 SPACs. Okay, let me give you one that actually is making it. Archer. DraftKings. Oh, DraftKings. Okay. The Archer, the Archer split the tree. Did you see Archer, though? The you know, flying cars, United, put down a deposit on some flying taxis? Well, there's no time. It's not really that helping that present. much. But. Look, Blade's doing well, but it's not above 10. No. Uh, but uh, DraftKings, Jason Robbins has spent a lot of money, but we're going to see his season begin soon. Yes, football. football. Still I'm just trying one to come up those. with SPACs that worked. That was MP, one that worked. MP Materials, because they have precious metals that are needed. Okay. They have a deal with General Motors. Yep. Uh, I had been highly critical of the company at one point because there was a lot of insider selling, but I, I've since been mollified. And uh, I mean, that's a winner. Even one of the great ones, your your buddy Cody, Vertiv Holdings, is only 12 bucks. It's been disappointing in the last few quarters. Vertiv, yeah, they, they had, had a horrible miss. blow up. Major they did miss. not raise prices they should have. No. And I mean, uh, that, it was a horrible blow up. Yeah, that, I mean, and because that was, you know, the class. I love the way you say act. my buddy, because I do that to you too. Yes, you do. But he actually is my buddy, Dave. He is. He's my next door neighbor. I try not to actually no, say things that aren't factual. I neighbor. I liked him. I did his walk. You're when it snowed, to, I did his walk, okay? You're allowed to like him, and he is your buddy. And there's nothing wrong with it. I've been to the Museum of Natural History he's got there. He's a very, I tell you, Dave Cody ran Honeywell 
the way it should be run. Let's see. And Darius has redone. A damn, Darius Damchek has redone the portfolio. And it's even better. And yet the stock is stuck in a rut. H-O-N. Yeah. H-O-N. Has stuck in a rut. Stuck. But I think it's about to break out. Hey, Bed Bath is down. Bed Bath so maybe is they're down. taking my, my the, uh, idea and selling 10 million shares. They are. But the broader market is up and up sharply with the Nasdaq with an over 2% gain. Uh, let's send it over to Bob Bassani now. Get a little more insight on what's going on this morning. Bob. Morning, David. Uh, interest rates down. The dollar's down. Stocks are up. It's good morning for the bulls. Take a look at the sectors. And what they're going for here is essentially cyclical and growth stocks, which has been the trend really for the last month or so. So consumer discretionary is up communication services, tech's up, energy's flat, oil's flattish at $89. Not a big reaction to the CPI uh, on the oil front. But again, cyclical and growth stocks. If you look at the big tech, uh, there are some modest breakouts going on. Amazon's at the highest level uh, at the open since early May. Apple's been looking terrific recently. That's the highest level, 167. Yeah, that's the the highest level, 168 is the highest level since uh, early uh, April. Uh, Microsoft's also looking good, highest level since early May right now. So big tech's looking good, and Kathy Wood's ARC funds have also been outperforming recently. Uh, other movers uh, are in the travel space doing well this morning. So the airlines are up, the cruise lines are up, uh, home builders like DR Horton are generally up. Uh, and uh, discretionary in the automotive sector. General Motors has been doing very well recently. Ford's been doing fantastic recently. They're all trading to the upside. Uh, so we're in a higher trading range right now for the S&P 500 uh, at 4,195. We're, we're heading towards 4,200 right now. The key point here was, remember what happened in April, June. That was the period of maximum anxiety. That's when there was the greatest concerns about a severe recession and even an earnings recession, that earnings were going to tank. Those two things have not materialized. The bottom was in middle of June. As you can see, we've come well off of those lows now, and we're now breaking out uh, to a somewhat higher trading range. So the bulls have a lot stronger narrative than they had uh, even a couple of days ago, essentially. The narrative is, looks like this. Uh, the recession, well, maybe there'll be a recession, but the word mild is now being used uh, extensively to describe it the potential of such a recession, not a severe recession. Uh, earnings are definitely lower. They're in the 6 and 7% range for the second half of the year. Uh, that's lower than the 8% range, but that's not a recession. That's not recessionary type of uh, activity uh, for earnings. And inflation, well, that narrative has changed. Still high, but moderating. And now they can use the word uh, moderating with, without being laughed at. It's still, of course, very much uh, up in the air, whether that will be the long-term trend, but that's the short-term narrative. And you can see what's happened to the VIX here. The VIX was 35 when the maximum concern about severe recession uh, and an earnings recession as well. That was in that uh, uh, early period of uh, uh, June. And you can see we've essentially gone straight down on the volatility index. We're now at 20. That's the lowest level since uh, early May. And in fact, that's about the long-term average for uh, the VIX. I'm talking about over many, many years. So uh, that's certainly a good sign for the bulls overall. Finally, just want to note something very interesting that's been happening in the last couple days. We've had a spate of single stock ETFs come into existence. Uh, the first ones were last month, but there's a whole spate of them this week. These single stock ETFs are very different than traditional ETFs. These go long or short individual stocks. They reset on a daily basis, and they are available for several big names right now, including Tesla, Apple, Nike, Pfizer, PayPal, even NVIDIA. The one that's gotten the most attention is actually Tesla, not surprisingly. Uh, there's been several that have launched in the last month, including four that launched yesterday. Here's one. Uh, this is the Tesla Bear Daily ETF. So you get one and a quarter times the inverse. So if Tesla is up 1%, you 
uh, are losing one and a quarter percent. So this is essentially a short bet. But there were many others. There's five of them out there. Show you the ones that launched yesterday. There's all sorts of different ones out there. You can bet for with Tesla, go long Tesla, or you can bet against it. David, uh, this is the start of what I believe is about to be an ocean of single stock ETFs that are coming down the road. They are used by people who are trying to capitalize on the real interest in trading high beta technology stocks. Uh, they do make it easier to short, but they're difficult to understand, and they reset on a daily basis. And David, they don't get it. They can't understand what that means. No, I know. So they're not likely to be used as a hedge then by institutions at all? Sure, they could be potentially, and that, a lot of them may use it that way. It's almost impossible to hold these on a multi-day basis because right. you get a different return. That's the problem. Right, because as you point out, every day. Uh, every it's day. a good business to do that. Uh, Bob, thank you. Okay. Uh, it's free okay. money to offer that, right? You offer those products. What about those well, products? ETFs make you good money. Yes. Absolutely. Terrific. It's capitalism. Amen, baby. All right. Speaking of, let's take a look at the bond market right now. You can see the two-year note is backing off a bit in yield after we got uh, those uh, cooler, perhaps unexpected CPI numbers this morning. 3.123 is the yield there. Still well above the 2.7% that you'll get for owning the 10-year note. We're back after this. Stocks are up uh, strongly, but Meta outperforming uh, quite a bit this morning. Perhaps some coming back to it, given how beaten down it has been. You can see year-to-date still down 47%, despite what is an almost 6% gain thus far this morning. We're back in a minute. All right, only time for you to tell us what's on MAD right, tonight. American Electric Power, which is a straightforward company, trying to figure out how the economy is really doing. They have great numbers because they have actual power use, both commercial and residential. David, I just want to leave my piece here. I do think that I don't think the market can totally hold, but okay. I do think that the financials are now your leaders, and that's really impressive. And then FANG stocks, but financials big leaders. Soft landing crowd getting a bit of a boost today, right? It, that's exactly right. And we'll see whether Disney is able to change the narrative. Okay, that's very, very important. And go more about theme park. And as I say about things like the Bed Bass and the GameStops and the uh, AMC, no hard feelings. Got it. Larry Summers, no hard feelings. Right. Sweet Greens, no. Alberts, no. He could. He could uh, you know on. what? The truth he, doesn't set you free. The truth makes you high. Long, but we're out of time. So uh, keep it here. We'll be right back. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.